Hello, you beautiful people. My name is Harry. I'm Mary. And today we're going to be talking. We're going to be continuing the uh, the uh, serious Saturdays. Today we're going to try and target a more relatable subject, and we're going to be talking about high school and uh, what mostly for the seniors. What to do when you reach adulthood, and what 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 part of adulthood are we talking about? Mainly for people going into the adult world. So for many of the seniors that are graduating and don't know what they want to do in life, this is for you. Mm-hmm. So any advice for seniors who are about to graduate? Maybe like the choices, because I know a lot, I don't know about a lot of you, but for me when I was in high school and I was I, I didn't graduate high school. I was considered a dropout, but I got my GED. And one of the advice I wish I heard as a senior was, your grades are not set in stone. Your grades do not define you. Mm-hmm. You could be the class failure. All Fs, you never got anything. That doesn't mean you're not smart. Because there are jobs out there that don't even look at your high school credit there's of course college is going to be a little bit hard but there are colleges out there that will take you in and help you get those credits that you you missed so you can better yourself don't let your grades define you that's what an advice i wish i someone told me well my yeah i i agree and especially learning that actually I can relate that to my dad because my dad always always told me I never let schooling get into my way of education. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, say mainly for people going into the adult world, schooling isn't always the way to knowledge. It may help you learn more but it's not always the answer, you know. You can you can be on a job and learn way more stuff than you learn in school, or you can go to the military or college and you can learn way more stuff you never learned back in high school or back when you were still a teen. You know what? I'm gonna piggyback off of that because that that is a hundred percent true. In my workplace. I've learned more math than I did back in high school. I've mm-hmm. learned more history from the people I talk to than I could reading a textbook. Just a few days ago, we went to, for the American schools who taught about slavery and all that. We went to the Underground Railroad and I learned more from the tour guides there than I did in world history sometimes learning isn't textbook sometimes learning is just going out into world into the world and talking to people dude i i've learned so much about germany just by talking to a native german than i could during world history class in high school mm-hmm. I, I guess another advice i would give to people 
grow going into the adult world just i'm gonna be straight up and honest with you guys you want to be successful pop your bubble Mm-hmm. don't That's, be afraid to come out of your bubble man yeah you want to be successful pop your bubble pop your personal bubble you ain't gonna get nowhere in life if you just stay in your comfort zone Hmm. i mean look at Simple us that. look at us mm-hmm. we're making we're making podcasts Something we're not, yeah. we weren't originally comfortable with because, you know, the insecurities of being judged because we're being who we are online. Mm-hmm. Um, the, oh, it's never going to work mentality and already planning for failure. We popped our bubbles and look at us. I mean, we're not the biggest of the channels. I'm, we're not up there with, Dan Bongino or Sound Ear Biscuits, but here we are trying to burst our our safety bubble and doing something that terrifies me. And we're just gonna work with it. I, we're I'm not gonna be ashamed of this bubble I burst. You know, I, I can't say that from for Mary. Mary's his own entity, but for Harry, Harry happy. Mm. Triple H, double H. <laughs> I can't. Oh. Care. So, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I was, I was, I was busy looking at my phone. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I agree with that. Straight up and honest, get out of your bubble. It's gonna sound harsh. It's gonna sound mean, but you're not gonna get anywhere if you keep doing what makes you say, feel comfortable. So. Moving out and going into the world, bursting that bubble. I've had this question. Is it better to go out into the world and get a job or better your education? And I want to hear Mary's point of view on that. Well, that's that's the thing. Um, to be honest, I can't decide your dreams and goals nobody can the only person that can decide that is you because you are the only one that knows you better you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying you only know you you know what you like you know what you're good at you know what you dislike you know your weaknesses Mm -hmm. so it's all up to your perspective but what we are going to tell you might be totally different on what you think but Mm -hmm. so like for example, let's let's get into this part of the topic. Let's talk about an easy one that schools have always taught you of getting into. Let's talk about schooling, like colleges, universities, trade schools, <laughs> and such. Well, I think it's an easy topic to talk about, but like no, I so- said, it's it's totally different towards other people. It's different between you. Like maybe you don't want to go to college. I understand that. It's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. But there are, for those of you that want to go to college, this would be for you. Um, I would say, obviously, nothing is easy, especially the college. It, it's nothing is easy. Every, you can't just get success just like that. Obviously, there's going to be some failures. But as long as you know how to control those failures and you understand, you understand what you did wrong and 
you can and you can tell yourself you can improve from that then you're gonna do okay in life mm. but back to the college thing um i i wouldn't prefer college but so far i'm enjoying college not only does it look good on the resume <laughs> but <laughs> no no offense no offense but uh not only does it look good on the resume but people what i've learned is people hire more people hire more college students than people with high school diplomas only because to be honest i don't understand why but it's probably because of experience mm -hmm. and their experience in the field for example I am majoring in carpentry right now. And once I pass all my classes and I get all my credits, they'll automatically hire me for um they'll automatically hire me for carpentry, like any carpentry job, like f interior finishing. Mm. And I'll have experience. And that's another thing about that's good about college is you get experience before you start getting your job. So for example, if you want to be an animator, there are some colleges and some universities that teach animation. Mm -hmm. You can sign up for that. They'll give you the experience. And once you become an animator, you already know, Oh wait, I've done this before. This is easy. I got this that's valid but, points though what you're saying yeah but then again like i said nothing is easy the classes are going to be hard and they're going to be high educative you know things <laughs> to do in that class there's going to be essays there's going to be tests and <laughs> another thing college is Gosh, it's it's flipping expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing you got to do is prepare for those costs. I guess, yeah, you got to prepare yourself for the costs because it's really expensive. Right. Um, there's, there's a part in what you said that I kind of disagree with. And you know what? That's healthy. Everyone is going to have disagreements, whether your siblings, your friends, your classmates. Yeah. But... um. I'm not saying it to disprove you because I agree with the majority of what you said. There's just this one bit that I feel personally is kind of not true. So mm. don't don't hate me for my ideas. I mean, we'll agree to disagree, okay? We'll put that there now. Yeah. So no hard okay. feelings for what I'm about to say, okay? Okay. I do not agree with... Um, jobs hiring only for college resumes oh and, I, did, I didn't mean it like that i know but i'm just gonna go because in case someone misinterprets it i don't have a high school diploma i have the mock baby certificate of a diploma i have my ged i didn't finish all four years of high school i can barely make it into college now because a lot of the colleges that I wanted to go to does not accept GEDs. But I found really good jobs that will hire because, sure, experience is one thing, knowledge is one thing, 
but it's your work ethics that they kind of look after. I mean, it looks good to them that you have a college degree or you have a high school diploma, but I've learned from my personal experience that I don't need a high school diploma to be hired on. They didn't even ask me for uh, academic records. I mean, I am not the brightest flashlight. I am not the sharpest fork in the drawer, but... Like, math is my weakest strong point. My weakest point. The weakest point. And I'm a cashier. Ooh, what's so fancy about a cashier? Okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I don't get <laughs> McDonald's. No hate on the McDonald's. Then again, McDonald's, they do give you sponsorship. Or not sponsorship, scholarship. So, I mean. But yeah. I do work as a cashier. And... Nobody cares that I suck at math. They care that I'm friendly with the guest. I I can chat and joke around with them and make them feel comfortable. They care about the way I interact with the people than technical issues. Like how much it how much change would you get if someone pays a hundred dollars and their total is eighty nine ninety six? That's what the computer's there for. And if not it's most likely simple math you can do on pen and paper. But, like, cooking, you don't need a ed- higher education. You don't need to be a souffle, like, get your master's in culinary to make egg omelet look fancy. You can literally learn how to make an egg omelet from your grandparents, your parents, your siblings, your aunties, your family. They can teach you, and nothing will taste better than home-cooked meals. So that's where I kind of disagree with what Mary said about needing a high school diploma or a college degree to get a job. It's sometimes... Can I say something? Yeah. I was going to say, uh, I liked what you said, and I, I agree. Like I said in the beginning, college isn't for everyone. And I like that you brought that up, too, about you... Like, you don't just get experience from college. Because mm-hmm. that's what I forgot to add, too. Like, you can get experience from anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just... College is more intellectual than wisdom. It's more intelligence than wisdom. Which, actually... Now that you brought up you having a job and everything... Which I'm glad you did. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought the whole topic up. Because now... For people that don't want to go to college and go straight into the workforce hey today's topic part two okay jobs. okay before <laughs> we move into the topic of jobs we're kind of hopping around a little bit on this but we just passed our 15 minute mark oh okay <laughs> so you know what we'll be right back on that subject we you won't miss anything right now. We're going to cut it to a short break for a little bit and reconvene after this. Get our get our little topics all. Welcome back from that little break. Uh, Mary has some really good insights, and I actually really like. Bless you, Gizmo. <laughs> Sorry, that was my dog. <laughs> but I really liked, My little buddy. I liked what he said, and I'm glad that we can agree to disagree and we both can keep our firm ideals without changing it. 
So hopping into the next topic about people wanting to join the workforce instead of going to college. Yeah, so take it away, Harry, since you know that <laughs> stuff more than I do. Okay. Now, this is coming off a of personal experience. I'm not going to tell you that this is exactly how to do it. I'm not telling you that this is what you should do. This is just for those of you confused. I mean, if you feel that, to me personally, I feel college isn't really necessary for a work field. So I, I, I went straight, as soon as I got my GED and I, I went straight into working. My first ever job, I worked with kindergartners. I worked with first graders in an after-school program called A+. And I don't have uh, experience with childcare. The only thing I had under my belt for that job was that I knew basic first aid. My, my boss didn't care that I didn't finish high school. And that was, that was fun for me. And then I moved into cashiering. I worked at a high-end retail store at a high-end hotel. Ooh, fancy. No, don't do that. It's not fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a hotel. I really hated one of my coworkers. I... Really liked some of the guests there. I mean, I made friends with them to the point where I kind of still talk with them from from when they visited um, Hawaii. And then there's some that made me cry. Oh, God, I hated them. Anyways, I went from working in a high-end retail to working in a sports bar. Ooh, what happened? What happened to the glorious? You, you know, stop it. We, because of the move and the whole pandemic, the uh, the hotel that I worked at closed, and I moved up, and we moved up to here, up to Ohio, and I started working at the this sports bar. The whole point of uh, this conversation of the job force is do something that makes you happy. I was, mm-hmm. I started working off working with kids because I loved kids when I was in high school. I loved their playful energy, their innocence. So I would work with them and I too myself became a child and helping them succeed in their school with their homework and helping them discover who they are while being kids. Um, moving into the height, into the cashiering position, it forced me out of my bubble that we talked about earlier. I, it forced me to overcome some of my social anxiety, where it forced me to go up and talk to people, go up and help people, deal with money and stuff like that. Do something that is going, that you love to do, that is going to help you as a person, then worry about going and doing it only for the money. Because then if you're going only for the money, then it makes your work experience dull because you're only there for the money. You're not learning anything from that experience. Mm. At least that's my point of view on the of of the work field, the workforce is. I use it as a for me. I use it as a learning learning uh, opportunity to better myself and better my understanding on the way people are and how to adapt to them, so that they feel comfortable in a sports bar or they feel comfortable visiting the islands and 
there's someone who isn't going to say, hey, you stupid Taurus, get out of my way. You know? <laughs> that that that's just my point of view. What do you think your point of view is on finding a job before going to college? I mean, you're in college now, so that I would like to hear a college student's uh point of view on finding a job. Oh. Jeez. Well, I'm a full-time college student, so <laughs> And the thing is, I never thought of looking for a job at the moment. But like I said, experience is what matters. And if you don't have the experience, that's okay. Hopefully, once you sign up for a job, there will be people that be training you. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're forced and that automatically would... to know what to do. Exactly. Because let's face it, it's your first time getting a job. You're new to it. So you don't. You know, you never paid taxes. You probably never paid taxes before. (laughs) (laughs) You probably don't own your own house. You're probably like, oh, I want to get a job, but I I don't know if I know anything of how to do it. That's okay. Like I said, experience is everything. And another thing I should add, progress is everything. Exactly. So you won't. Straight up, you won't get everything on the first try. Mm -hmm. Straight up, you won't get everything on the first try. Hey, didn't we have? For example, sorry. Oh, you were saying? I was gonna say, didn't we have a uh, a conversation about this where I disagreed with that saying? Practice makes perfect. Yes, (laughs) that would be used for another time. That be that 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 saying. We'll, we'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, progress is everything. And like, say for example, you're you. Let's let's take this in a college perspective. Say you majored in something like I don't know like automotives but you don't want to be a you don't want to be a mechanic anymore and you're like you know what i want to i want to do something else i want to be a police officer and you sign up for the job and the tests you do the test and everything and you fail the first try that's okay we all fail straight up we all fail without failure there wouldn't be success exactly or actually let me let me rephrase that without failure you won't learn because you can't well you can learn from successes but you learn more from your failures so you can become even more successful you know exactly preach them so, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Bring it to my brother in the skies, <laughs> my family up above. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, before we derail this, we have a surprise segment brought to you by Mary from an what? Instagram by from an oh. Instagram uh, viewer request. Follow us yes. at nfv.cast if you want to have your questions or your ideas in one of our podcasts. 
Yeah. So a couple of buddies of mine, it, they're basically my buddies. <laughs> and a couple of my buddies' buddies uh, asked ask me a question uh, about adulting. And it's mainly about um, a topic that I talked about before where I, I don't, I'm usually honest about this, but it's about relationships. So you're going into the adult world, okay? Imagine, okay? Picture it in your head. I don't care if you don't believe the story, just picture it in your okay, head. I'm picturing okay, picturing it. Okay, imagine you're adult, you got your career all fixed. You already have a job, you enjoy it, you have fun. But life is getting a little lonely for you. So you want to get in a relationship. And now, okay, now you imagine it? No. I mean, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Thanks, Harry. Thanks. Harry. You're welcome. Um, so let's get into the questions. But before... We get into the questions that my friends and his friends asked me. I want to say something. We are not love gurus. <laughs> exactly. We know we know nothing. We don't know everything about love. We just know some stuff through experience. So we'll give well, we are not giving you expert advice. We're giving personal advice, which is going yes. to be different. Obviously, I'm not male, so I'm not gonna agree with what mary says and obviously mary is not female so he's not going to agree with what i say but we're just giving yeah. a perspective point of view from both sides of the relationship if there's questions all right like that. <clears throat> all right so i have five questions from the buddies so the first question is um my sister really likes this guy and she introduced the guy to their dad and now the guy says i would date you but i wouldn't do anything to go out with you because of your dad and she's wondering why is that and if you guys don't know to answer that question um my friends and her sister's, his sister's dad is a big guy, <laughs> big muscular guy. So what I'm hearing is that the sisters, um, the sister who likes the guy, the guy is afraid of the dad. For good reasons. So for good reasons. But let me tell you something. Okay. Here's from what I grew up learning from my mom, guys, is from what I've learned from my mom and my dad, just, just straight up, in my opinion, the reason he doesn't want to date you, not just because of your dad, is because he, you know, if you start trouble with the sister, like if you start trouble with the girl and your dad finds out, your dad, his, the girl's dad, is old school mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. he doesn't play video games all day what he worked out 24 7 <laughs> he will rip your head off mm -hmm. straight up he's not the kind of guy like oh i'm gonna call the police on you no he ripped your head off himself brother mm -hmm. straight up because he knows you're gonna, once you goof up and once you break her heart you're gonna get it 
And you can't forget just, the most important point. That's your ba- that's put your put your put yourself in that parent's shoe. And it's your daughter who's going to go out with this guy, but this guy is afraid. Exactly. It's your exactly. baby girl. You're not going to let anything harm unless you have no soul and you don't care about your kids. You're not going to let a fly touch her. Mm-hmm. And if that guy messes up, oh, he's going to know. And that's why that's why <laughs> most guys, well, it, in my perspective with dating my girlfriend, the only reason I was afraid of her dad was because if I broke his baby girl's heart, he's going to break me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was afraid to go out with her. Because I was afraid to uh, hurt her in some way and have a very angry dad uh, on my on my tail. And I that's why most mo to me, that's why I think most guys are afraid of the dads. Is because it is your baby girl mm. and the dads dads react don't think logically. I'm not saying all dads do, but some dads think on emotions than they do with reason. And he's like, you hurt my baby girl. I'm mad at you. I'm going to do something to you. Yeah. That's what I think is the reason why. I I agree. I personally agree. Then again, you're really going to have to ask your partner or the per- uh, for the your friend's case his sister has to go ask this the guy she likes why do you not mm-hmm. really what what is the real reason why you don't like my dad or how can we get through this so you can feel comfortable in the relationship kind of thing mm. oh am i supposed to answer that or you already did <laughs> i mean mm-hmm. i'm kind of waiting for the next question this is kind of fun all right, next question uh, it's from a friend of mine who's a girl who is gay. And she says, I really like this girl. We've been dating for a while, but nothing seems to be, you know, going. Like, I like her, but we barely talk. And I've been working on a nine to five job three times. No, yeah, 24-7. So she has a full-time job, mm-hmm. and she she only sees the, the girlfriend, like, twice a month. So what do you think I should do? Spend more time. That's, that's all I got to say. I would say spend more time, too, but if she doesn't recuperate that time... You guys need to have a conversation. Like, have a conversation. See what's going on, what you can do to spice up the relationship a little bit so that doesn't feel like a a chore. I'm going to talk on experience because of my ex-boyfriend. He did not make time for me, and he'd rather play video games all day than make time for me. And I'm like... If you can't make time for me, where is our future going to go? If, exactly. If you're making time for your significant other, but your partner is not making time for you, sit down and have a conversation. See what 
is putting that wedge between you and your partner. If it's your job, then try and compensate because obviously you're going to need that job because who knows what's going on in your life. So you're going to need that job. Try and find a way to compromise on that job. You have that job, you're going to have a day off. So try and plan like a special date night, a surprise date night. If you don't want to spend money, just have a special little date night where you guys sit at home, you guys just hang out in your guys' company or make it an effort to try and talk to them. And if they're not going to make that effort, just sit down and talk with them. Like, serious. Mm. You can always get money back, but you can't get time Exactly. Back. You can't replace exactly. time. People, pe- just, just talk yeah, it out. People take for granted time. Because it's like, yeah, we've been in this relationship for like three years now, but who's to say tomorrow is when they think of ending it because they felt like there was no teamwork in the in the relationship. So seriously sit down and talk with them. See what is going on on their side and try and work it out from there. Hmm. Wow, yeah, I like that. That was really nice. <laughs> All right, next question? Yeah. Special right. episode. We'll next go for 30 is... minutes. Uh, next question is, uh, I love, uh, it's from my friend, uh, my other friend, uh, which says, I love my boyfriend with all my heart. He's a great guy, but he seems to be very uncomfortable because I bring my family with us everywhere to dinners, to the beach, to date nights, and to school, to my job, and everything. Is there any way I can help him feel more comfortable about the, around the family? I want to say something through experience, but I don't want to hurt this person's feelings, mm-hmm. but I, I, I have to say what I have to say. You're your relationship has nothing to do with your family, with your boyfriend. Exactly. It, it's between you and your boyfriend. I know how much you love your family. No, no, trust me. I love my family too. But I got to know when to have space, when to have boundaries between me and my family. Because mm-hmm. the relationship is between you and your boyfriend, not you and your family and your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You can't let your family decide everything for you. That's not how it works in life. Exactly. They can't control you because they're not you. They can't control you. Like, just because you're the daughter of them doesn't mean they control you every whatever you want. Like I said, you're, you're probably becoming an adult, for crying out loud. You got to make your own choices. If you love him and he loves you, that's all that matters. Exactly. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that because there there should be a boundary because you're in your dating period. You're not going to have them in the family exactly right then and there as soon as you start dating. So give that space where you learn about him, he learns about you, then slowly introduce him to the family. But keep those, pri- those special moments like date night, uh, going out on dates. Keep that between you and him. 
But for those of you who want to keep your family, honestly, I don't know how you're going to make him feel comfortable because that's to be to be fair, it kind of feels like third wheeling. Yeah, it it sounds a lot of of, uh, uh, it sounds like a really big case of he's he feels like he's being a third wheel since you're bringing your family. And I mean, I know you asked how to make him feel comfortable. I personally cannot see a way of making him feel comfortable in that case. Like if you're married and he's not comfortable with you, with your family, that's an issue on, on him. But if you guys are dating and the family jumps in, I'm that that's crossing boundaries that he, that not even I'm comfortable with having. Yeah. Just take, for example, do you want you and your boyfriend to be in the shower while your family's watching? Because I wouldn't want that. That's that's just weird. I wouldn't want that. Exactly. Um, that's what it sounds like to me. You, you just need that space. You, you got to find that fine line between family time and date night time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how many more questions do we have? Oh, there's my phone. We have one more question. Okay. Last question of the night. Can you t- um okay, so it's from my friend and I- I'm saying that yeah. a lot, but <laughs> it's from my friend that says he said uh I don't really have a major question. I mean, me and my girlfriend are in a really good relationship. Oh, good yeah, for good you for guys. You. But but my question is for you guys, which is what is your three main things when it comes to having a healthy relationship? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, first one, communication. You gotta talk it out. And I feel like I understand if you people feel very uncomfortable to talk it out, tell you tell her how much or tell him how much uncomfortable you feel. Just talk it out. Communication is exactly key. that. Number two for me, trust. You gotta learn to trust your lover. You gotta learn to respect. Like, say I want to hang out with the boys, but I get a girl that's like, uh, I'm not so sure. What if you start trouble with other women, or what if you start cheating on me? Like, you gotta learn how to trust. Mm-hmm. Trust is important too. Um, what else? Number three. Uh, I guess, I don't know. The one I've always stuck to. Loyalty. (laughs) You stick to their side no matter what. You love them for who they are. You don't care. And another thing about relationships. It doesn't matter about your past. What matters is your present. Exactly. So that's, that's my three main ones. Uh, well, you took two. <laughs> Communication and trust <laughs> is definitely a big, big, big must if I was to enter a relationship. And it's a two-way street. So you don't don't expect me to talk to you, but it, uh, you can't talk to me. Because it's a two-way thing. You can't expect me to trust you if you don't trust me. Two-way thing. Last one is the support. 
Support. That's a good one. If you don't support me, don't expect me to support you. And it's that it's that really cheesy quote, that really cr- cringy quote, is if you can't handle me in my bad, you can't. You don't deserve me in my good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Justice. Keyboard warriors. Whatever. Shut up. I mean, be quiet. Listen for a second. I am going <laughs> to. I am. I have this rule because if you leave me because you don't support my goals and then I become successful in my goals, don't expect to take credit if you never supported me in the first place. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I got hit by a car and my, my car is broken and I can't go to work now, but you won't take me to work. No, that's that's just petty. But, like, big goals, big support. I want to start a business, but you're not going to support me on starting this business, and you're going to run off to someone else who's already successful. Don't don't come back to me and try and take credit for something I built on my own. Mm-hmm. So that's a – that quote is a side – is a, a, a subterm for support. So communication, yes. trust, and support are the three main factors for, to me, is the three main factor for a healthy relationship. Oh, and eat your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> eat your fruits and vegetables, Stay kids. hydrated. <laughs> if you're... Stay hydrated. You're not going to have a very healthy relationship if, one, if you or your partner is sick. Read a book for 15 minutes each day. Reading is fun for everyone. Meditate. Meditate. Oh, meditation is fun. <laughs> Go on a hike. Go on a hike. <laughs> Dude, meditation meditation. If you ever do, my dad, my dad and my mom, when there's an issue that they can't resolve, they'll sit down and they'll meditate together. Oh, that's so romantic. Right? I mean, meditation sounds really boring because you're sitting there and you're to me it looks like you're just sitting there and doing nothing. But, like, meditation with your spouse is very... It, it connects you spiritually, and it's weird. It, it gives you the good yeah, vibes, bro. Bring out your chakra. <laughs> <laughs> Namaste, my man. Namaste. Meditate with your crown chakra. With your crown. <laughs> Namaste. Bring your spirit animal into life. I man. am a sloth. That is my spirit animal. My spirit animal is a hawk because I fly. Okay, so if any of you enjoyed this serious Saturday and you want to submit your own questions or you want to submit an idea for our next episode, follow us on Instagram at nfg.cast. Follow us on Twitter at the, the neverfinnagocast. Submit your questions there. Submit ideas there, and we'll talk about it with you. Well, you want you need advice for a relationship, like how we did in this section. Submit it in. Uh, you want to be anonymous, but you want us to reply to you. Su- submit it. We'll we'll do what we can. 
Follow our Discord. Mm-hmm. Discord link is going up on Instagram and Twitter if you guys want to join our our Discord and submit ideas there or just chat with us. But mm-hmm. thank you, my our lovely, lovely people for listening to today to this week's uh, Serious Saturday. I hope you have a good morning, a good afternoon, and a good night. Never finna go out.